0: know what that means that means hockey talk on chairshot radio a part of the chairshot radio network here on the chairshot.com where we encourage you to always use your head the chairshot.com always use your head And as always, I am your good friend, Patrick O'Dowd, and I am joined by the lawyer, David Ungar. I am recording to you, not from the basement dwelling office, the isolation chamber, the O'Dowd isolation chamber, as Craig DeMarco shared with the entire world. And I actually said on the podcast, both podcasts last week, I was like, hey, everybody, be a little patient. I'm feeling a little under the weather. And under the weather for me was, oh, I've got a little bit of a sinus thing, which I have happen every winter. Every January, Dave, I get sinus pressure and pain. I take some Aleve-D and I go about my day. But in this COVID environment, I was like, of course, I got to get tested. First day back to work. I turn my test in on Monday, Tuesday afternoon. I get a COVID contact tracing phone call, which you only get from the university if you test positive and I tested positive. So here I am with what isn't actually a listed symptom of COVID 19. So I'm technically asymptomatic. It's it's weird because I'm not experiencing the other stuff. Like I don't have like some big whooping cough. I don't have a fever. I don't have muscle aches and pains. Like I have a I have a sinus irritation. That's what I got going on right now. But here I am. I'm in the isolation chamber. And of course, isolation's hard, dude. I don't know. Have you yeah Did you have the COVID? Have you caught the COVID? I have not. So, you know, when you when you catch it, they they then go through these, like, here's the isolation protocols of the things you need to do. Somebody should bring you your food separate. You shouldn't eat with your family. Okay. You should use a separate bathroom. Okay, we got a guest bath. I can make that happen. You should spend your time in one room as much as possible, doing the best we can. Still, the little O'Dowd, we believe has also caught the bug. Poor kid started coming down with something yesterday. He is bouncing around the house like he always does when he has cold. It's weird cause he doesn't seem to be too terrible, but like he's a little less bouncy. I'll buy that. He has binge watched the crap out of The Simpsons this morning, so that's what's been going on with me, man. So I, uh, what's up with you?
2: Uh, well, I, I'm, I kind of the opposite of that. They, uh, my work now wants us to do like these at-home COVID tests before we go anywhere on, you know, work-related business, and uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, we couldn't tell. Like, I, I actually went to make two like in-person appearances this week, and both times, like. The board uh, where I the court where I go was shut down, although the one day the presiding judge like opened up a separate wing that we didn't even really know existed, but he got an exemption from the state to do it. And then like cool. y- yesterday we went down there and it was all shut down and the judge is like, didn't you guys know? And I was like, no. No one told us about it, so so we're nice. all sitting there in the parking lot doing parking lot lawyering and that sort of thing, And, and uh, but yeah, I mean, I did the at-home test, and and I was like, eh, everybody's catching this thing. I'm going to ha- probably have it, but I don't feel anything negative, so I'm like,
0: all right. That a boy. Cool. Well, we're here, of course, we're not here to talk about my COVID woes. We're here to talk some hockey. This week was a special week in the NHL as my St. Louis Blues took on your Washington Capitals on Friday, this past Friday, and we're going to talk all about that game. I'm happy to talk all about that game.
1: Dave, sure you are. Uh,
0: we are going to talk about a couple of nice stories that came out of the NHL this week, a couple of Stories that it just, for me personally, kind of warmed the cockles of my heart. Dave knows about both of them. Hasn't really done a lot of reading on them. I sprung them on him, uh, and we'll we'll do that after our first commercial break. Second commercial break um, will happen after those two stories, and then we'll talk a little bit about the Blues and the Capitals because this is a, a meeting that is over eight hundred and sixty some days in the making, and was a game for a period. Yeah. And- exactly. So you- we'll just leave it at that. So, when we come back, a couple of pieces of news from around the NHL. You are listening to Chairshot Radio Hockey Talk Edition here on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the chairshot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following.
1: Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code chairshot. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOCK to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling?
0: All right, welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Hockey Talk on Chairshot Radio, Chairshot Radio Network, part of the And today, with the NHL resuming play, we've we've had a few games under our belts, and there's and there's been a little action here and there. We'll talk probably a little bit more about that in the second half. But I wanted to draw uh, your attention to a couple of good stories, good things that that happened out of the out of the NHL this week. And I wanted to start with a story out of Seattle slash Vancouver. And I came upon this story and it's been it's been made national news. I actually came upon this story by accident on my Twitter feed. Uh, I was on my Twitter feed and I saw a post from the Vancouver Canucks that was sent on behalf of a man named Brian Hamilton, who is an assistant equipment manager for the team. And he was asking for help tracking down a, a woman who at the Seattle Kraken game after the game was over, got his attention and showed him a note on her phone and the note on her phone apparently said something along the lines of, I saw this mole on the back of this. There's this mole on the back of your neck. It looks like it might be cancer and you should see a doctor. He took that advice and it turns out that yes, he had a cancerous mole on the back of his neck. They were able to address it and, and really kind of help save him from something relatively serious. And so they were to track him down and tracked him down. Yeah. So yeah, so they tracked. They they asked for some help tracking this person down. And the woman did. Her name is Nadia Papavici. Uh, and yeah, that's a, that's a mouthful. I, and yeah, and they were able to get them together. I guess this, they alerted him back in October and yeah, they, they were able to get together and put some swag out there. It was a melanoma and it was just a great story. And, and it's just one of those things that, um, I thought was, it was, was worth a little chat and as somebody who. Is a pasty face deal dude with skin cancer as a as a real risk in his family? A nice story. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's
2: an interesting thing. It's like, wow, that mole looks, I better tell him about that. I wonder if he knows about that. And then it turns out to be, uh, I mean, yeah, not just like, you know, as you know, I mean, skin cancers have ve- come in varying di- different varieties. You know, you got squamous cell, basal cell those aren't such a big deal melanoma is a different story that stuff can kill you oh, yeah. so um you know that that's that's good that they caught that in time um so yeah that that's a cool story Yeah, see i'm like i i'm like although i'm a white guy like you the uh the jewish genes in me come out and 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 i end up being quite dark you know if if i get a tan or something like that but yeah i mean it's something i got i got stuff all over me as well like hey i wonder what this is you know <laughs> so well,
0: yeah I mean... the audience needs to know about your skin conditions i just think yeah. um but good on the canucks uh for for doing the outreach really and you know it's for we like to rag on canadian hockey franchises uh quite a bit on this podcast uh go back and listen to uh I don't know. Anytime we talk about Canada, <laughs> did we like, did we
2: break down the entire Canadian hockey's and in, in a yeah, your team sucks in, segment
0: and shortly the short-lived your team sucks segment that we did? Yeah, we literally just ripped all of Canada, all of the Canadian NHL teams, and so that was a. Uh, that was a I mean, I had fun. I don't know that they had fun, but like I had a good time. With, with that bit so good on a franchise like i just i really do think that's good on a franchise for them to do and 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 to just acknowledge that because that turned out to be kind of a big deal and i yes so i'm going to toast my morning coffee to uh to the vancouver canucks i will, I will join well, you in that excellent and then we're going to shift gears because we're going to toast another uh another person today we talk we've been talking a lot of milestones lately on this show and most of them have surrounded your boy Alex Ovechkin but we would be remiss remiss we would be remiss if we didn't note that a couple of days ago Joe Thornton of the Florida Panthers played his 1700th game 17 what and Jeez. I guess here's my thing what's more epic Seventeen hundred games played, or Joe Thornton's beard? Oh, his beard! I mean, come on, that let's, beard is fantastic. It with is. the white streak down the middle. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, and he's played. He's done it with what four different franchises? I want to say it, it looks like I'm looking at this tweet. It was with Boston, San Jose, Toronto, and now Florida. Um, I mean, I remember him like because out here in California, being the anchor of the
2: Sharks for those right. for Long all those time. years that they were. <laughs> what I called him Caps West. You know, they had the same problem that we did dominating regular season to get to the playoffs and flame out. Um, but yeah, he was like he was like the guy for San Jose forever. And um I don't know if uh he's with Florida this year. I don't think he's Joe's he's played in a cup final. I think he got there with San Jose when they finally got there and, and lost to Pittsburgh in twenty sixteen. Um I don't right. think he's ever won the cup though. If if uh, you're well Boston San Jose he, I don't
0: think he's wasted one. I don't think he was with the Bo- he wasn't with Boston when they when they had their little cup run um you know where they had about two or three uh earlier in the decade. Got a
2: shot with Florida. I mean they're they maybe could right. pull it off.
0: Well, and and I haven't looked at like I I didn't take the time to go back and look at like what his ice time has been this year, but I know he's also not you know he's not playing 30 minutes a game, 40 minutes a game, or anything like that. Like he's he is a veteran presence though, and is a is a model of consistency clearly because you've played 1,700 games, and I think only like six people in the history of the NHL have hit that number. It's some obs- obscene number, obscenely low number of people in the history of the NHL have played that many. But to to be able to find a spot on a franchise for 1700 games over the course of a career. We thought, I think a lot of people thought he was retiring after this past season. Uh, and he didn't, he, you know, he went to free agency and caught on. And so again, you just, you got to kind of raise your glass. Um, uh, a frustrating player. I always saw him as an antagonizing player. Mm-hmm. Like he seemed to do really well getting under the skin of my St. Louis blues. When we would play the sharks, I, I really disliked playing the sharks for a long, long time. So um, yeah. Yeah just another quite quite an accomplishment and a a storied career and a hall of fame career with without a doubt after after he retires right joe thornton hall of famer oh first ballot yeah easy i mean
2: yeah i'm looking through his career stuff and and he was in san jose for their cup run um but yeah he's never been able i mean he was there for 15 years from 2005 to 2020 so he wasn't with boston when they won the cup in 2011 um yeah, But I mean, yeah, as far as a role play, I mean, he's, he's won a heart trophy. I believe he's, he's yeah. won the MVP. So uh, when you look at longevity and just being a consistent pain in the ass, like you would say, and a, and a consistent player for, for whoever he's been on, yeah, he's not going to log a Vetchkin like minutes right now. And he doesn't have to, but if he's got that veteran presence that might help Florida in the pinch, get to the next level. Um yeah I I think I, you know all that aside yeah he's clearly a first ballot hall of famer I'd love I mean I'd say I'd love to see him get a cup not at my team's expense not at your team's expense but well maybe your right. team's expense after last night but
0: you oh, know <laughs> I, get, I get my moment I get my moment after the next commercial break there but yeah so yeah I I think there's nothing more to say other than to again once again raise the coffee mugs to joe thornton and a career that is 1700 games strong 24 seasons 24 seasons i don't yeah wow that's that's impressive i i would love someday i this would be a fun project somebody who's who's done it'd be interesting to see if you could log the total distance of i like skated over 1700 games for somebody like a Joe Thornton. Like, could you imagine how many trips around earth that that's gotta be,
2: Yeah, that'd be, that'd be a cool project to try and figure out. Okay. How many I'm not the
0: first to try that project, no. but no, that's a lot of, that's a lot of ice time. That's a lot of ice time. All right. Well, Dave, I told you that after this next commercial break, we're going to talk the meeting that has been, you know, Eight hundred and some odd days in the making. But before we go to that recorded commercial break, it is my duty to tell everyone that if you love what we do here at the Chairshot Radio Network and you love the content that's put out by the Chairshot.com, that we really would love for you to head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the shot and invest in a Chairshot.com t-shirt. We have all kinds of awesome designs to choose from, everything from shows on the network like Bandwagon Nerds to various sayings and catchphrases that we like to use, like Baron Corbin sucks, hashtag journalism, to just OG and up-to-date chair shot logos. All kinds of designs out there, reasonably priced, starting at $19.99. But if you're feeling fancy and you want to get something that feels nice and soft on your giblets, invest a few dollars more, get it soft style. You'll thank yourself. You'll be happy with yourself. New year, new you, time for a new shirt again that's pro wrestling Tees.com forward slash the chair shot and as christopher plant would say please and thank you thank you and please when we come back dave and patrick are going to talk about their two teams facing off this past friday you are listening to chair shot radio hockey talk edition on the chair shot radio network a part of the Chairshot.com. <laughs>
1: This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything progressing.
2: Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com.
0: All right, Dave. So we're recording this on Saturday afternoon. Uh, thank you, by the way, for uh, accommodating me needing a little extra time. Literally, it's because I overslept and. <laughs> Just having trouble getting out of the start. Hey, like man, I,
2: you got COVID. You have a built in excuse, buddy.
0: I slept for like 10 hours. It was crazy. And you ever do one of those where you sleep so much that when you wake up, you're just kind of like not there yet. Like it just took me a while to get to get there. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. There were only two games uh, on Friday, but one of them was between your beloved Washington Capitals, and my beloved St. Louis Blues. And I was so excited because NHL.com, or not NHL.com, the NHL Network, covered it. So I was actually able to watch my St. Louis Blues play for a change, which, frankly, as of late, it seems like could be an amazing thing. Or can I just want to punch a wall, uh, as in when they blew a two-goal lead against the Pittsburgh Penguins and lost 5-3. to Thank you, by the way. Fucking Sid the Kid. Scoring and we're still chasing Nashville. We're a point behind Nashville in the standings in the central uh, division over in the West. But we, uh, we had a. I, I remember I want to go back, I'm going to read the text because I, I came into the game late and so I, I knew we were playing because you had mentioned it. But let's see, where is it? Um, let's get back to the start. Nope, nope, that's not it. Nope, still going man, you had a lot to, you had a lot to play. So you were like 828 days since they played each other fun first period, because it was tied one to one. Well, it
2: was, it was that, but it was so wide open in the first period and before both team, well, let's be real before your team tightened things up and shut everything down.
0: You, you said, you said four checking is optional so far, it was. Uh, yeah. And, and my first comment about the game, because I came in really late in the period, kind of as a pleasant surprise, I thought I was going to have to do my usual follow the St. Louis Blues Twitter updates because I don't want to pay for center ice, though. DirecTV is really trying to get me to buy center ice. Um, and, and I catch a hooking penalty. Like, the Blues caught a hooking penalty with, like, 30 seconds to go in the first period, and I just text you back. I'm like, that hooking penalty was bullshit, which it was. You saw the replay. It was bullshit. It was questionable, like, Yes it was bullshit and you were like "Eh, the caps power play is terrible you know it'll be all right and and it was and then the blues yeah they just sort of stopped letting washington skate through the neutral zone with with little resistance and we punched your team in the mouth and scored three goals and we're wow. suddenly up. what no, the, la-
2: the last one was a backbreaker. The one with like right. .5 seconds we- left,
0: you know. Yeah, we scored We scored three goals. Or we scored two goals to go up 3-1. to one, And Washington kind of quits on uh, uh, the period with about five seconds to go. Or, you know, like a second to go. And I can't even remember. Was it um, – oh, God. I'm going to forget who ripped it in. Bushnevich? Um, was it Bushnevich that did it? No, he oh. got the
2: th- – Second goal. Hold on. I'll I'll find it for you. So yeah, I was like,
0: I'm looking for the Oh, Barboshev. Barbashev, yeah. It was one of the Russians. I knew it was one of them. Um Ivan Barbashev ripping one from about the blue line, too. Like it was it was pretty far out. And sure enough, went right over who who was your who's
2: your uh, starting? Sam Sonoff was in goal for that. And you
0: were so mad at Sam Sonoff and like hanging him out to dry. And I was like, dude, your defense was terrible. They gave up there. But I
2: mean, yeah, right. he's anyway, it's it's your moment. I won't step on you.
0: I was pleasantly surprised by the performance of the St. Louis Blues. I um I joked they they did something that they they sometimes have struggled to do this season and that is they'll they'll go in with a big lead. And this was what happened with Pittsburgh. They're not good at stepping at the stepping on the throat of teams. And I, I got really frustrated. I saw this when they played Minnesota and they let Minnesota back in, and Washington actually tried that same strategy. And I was just, I was pleased that the Blues actually hit the hit the empty net when you know, about five minutes to go in the game. Caps go on a power play; it's still four to one. You're still in a, you're still in it technically. Like you're still kind of in the game. And uh, that I can't is that um I can't remember who scored the the fourth goal too. Is um, that Sunquist? That might have been Sunquist.
2: The fourth or the empty the netter. Empty
0: the empty netter. Sorry. Booknavage Book Book, scored the empty the netter. Booknavage was yeah. I, I lose. There were so many goals, you lose track. Like they all look alike. Yeah. Um, uh, but Booknavage hitting that empty netter to to truly break, like that killed the will of the Caps completely. Uh Like that was like this last gasp. And the third period, the Caps were really. Like they were living in the blue zone for quite a while, and then the the Blues just sort of took it back after hitting that. I mean, we we were looking for six uh, at the end there. Like they we had a bunch of odd man rushes, and kudos to uh, what's his name who came in in the in the oh Fukali, Fukali, who really played his ass off and made the save of the night during a during that um, during a Blues power play. He loses his stick. And somebody fires on him on like point blank range, and he makes a glove save that. Died. So like, I don't know how you catch that. It was yeah. ridiculous.
2: The Caps need to take a closer look at this kid because Samsonov has not been sharp this year. And I mean, kudos to the Blues for the win. There were some soft goals there that I thought Samsonov gave up, especially in the second period. That last one, you can't give that one up with point five seconds left, but. But to be real, your backup, who, who, so, what was his name? Who, or something. Yeah. It's yeah, like, who, he really Huso. played. Cause I mean, in the first yeah, not period, that guy doesn't play like all season. No, like the first period, the caps could have been up three, nothing in the first 10 minutes, but for yeah, really a, couple of, a couple of missed opportunities and some really good saves from your backup. And then, yeah, the blues just kind of took over. I mean, they, 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 like you're saying, they weren't letting him skate through the middle of the ice and, and, the Caps altered their strategy to just kind of go with more of that cycling possession thing, but it didn't matter. But but yeah, the the thing is with your guys are are you know are very very good at home, and the Caps are 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 playing hurt. You know you're missing Oshie, you're missing missing Baxter, Mantha's still on the shelf. So I'm not going to use that as an excuse. But um, yeah, the Caps' problem right now is goaltending's pretty sketchy, and. I don't know what the hell has happened to their power. Remember that this team a couple years ago was deadly on the power play. I mean, if you put them on the power play, you were fucked. And
0: now here's what I was really impressed with. And I didn't realize this until they showed the stat at the end of the game. The blues weren't going to let Alex Ovechkin score on them. He got five shots. I think it was our five shot attempts and only one was on goal. Yeah, Like they neutralized him. And he's, and he's been having a season and you can do that when you've got key guys out. Like we were talking about TJ Oshi being out. Uh, who's the other one? Backstrom. The other big time backstrom who just, he's played like, like two games. Well That's
2: the thing. Yeah. Backstrom and, and Oshi have played like backstrom's played. Like you're saying two or three games. Oshi's played less than half their games this season. The fact that they're still where they are third place in the Metro right. yeah. is pretty surprising, but, uh, Man, I, I did want to, I don't, and I know, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about your, your guys some more. I did. There's a couple of things I wanted to touch no, base you can, on you
0: can outs, some other stuff. outside
2: of that game. Um, like a couple of weeks ago, we we questioned whether there was an all-star game this year or not. There is an all-star game February 5th in Las Vegas. So I, I cause I saw some of the fan votes coming yep. in, uh, that's what yeah, I saw. That too. And I just know we haven't looked at the standings in a while. And, uh, bring this up i think i know where you're going bring it up i you want to bring up pittsburgh the freaking penguins man oh yeah they're
0: they're they're on
2: game winning streak and i'll tell you as much as i despise this team they a lot of the young guys that they had who you didn't know about have really come forward and especially during this stretch and they still are doing all this without malkin Um, I was also going to note that the Boston Bruins are now in the second wild card in the, in the East. So they
0: they find a way
2: they've come back. Uh Um, Vegas has jumped to the top of the Pacific division. Edmonton Uh, really struggling.
0: Right. I was going to point out that our, um, our, uh, maybe Tampa Bay isn't the top of the, the, the heap anymore conversation needs to be revisited as, Look who's standing there with fifty-one points and giving has, up when Saturday, they when they came out of the break they,
2: they were giving up a shit ton points. of goals.
0: Right, they are. They have more. They have the most points in the league. They are who like, we thought they would. And were. again, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And the, I, I guess the road to the cup still runs through Tampa. PC Tunney must be pleased. I'm sure uh, he is.
2: He's got his Packers. And, got the number one seed. The Lightning are number one in the NHL. The Bucks.
0: It's just yeah. It, it, let's it, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about Tony living large. Let's talk about you living small. Like Friday was a terrible day for you. You like, and, and for me, I got to reap the benefits on both ends of it because my Blues beat your Caps, and you know, Laps Bulls fan that I am, my you know the first place Chicago Bulls beat your beat your uh, beat your Wizards, uh, yes. and. University of Illinois graduate well beat not graduate player. Mar- um we did beat Maryland as well. Um Kofi Coburn beat Maryland, by the way. True. He uh he out rebounded the Maryland Terrapins in the seven in the second half by himself. Fifteen to ten. It was obscene. Like uh it, but anyway, yeah, but I was gonna talk about uh they had uh, they uh retired they uh they honored Kyle Desumu's jersey put it up in the rafters at that Maryland game and then the very next day he plays Washington and has the best game of his career uh to date as a rookie he gets 16 points played basically the entire fourth quarter uh not bad for a second round draft pick that people were worried wouldn't be able to shoot nah, he man. uh he has carved himself out a role and and it's enough to make a lapsed NBA fan like myself at least pay attention to the standings and see how they're doing. Like I'm so happy for him because it's good for my school.
2: I remember early in the year when the Bulls and Wizards got off to those really good starts, and people were saying which teams got the staying power. And there were actually some foolish people who suggested Washington. Well, we see now where the uh, where it is, and and the Bulls are rolling. I mean, the Wizards have lost two of their last four games on a buzzer beater, and, and that's awfully hard to just to just come right. back from. Um, but yeah, I I I like where the Bulls are, man. They they've got a a good young core of players, and and they just are. I mean, Demar Derozan is ridiculous. You know, the two buzzer beaters back to back never happened before in
0: NBA history. So yeah, that's, the Bulls are in a good place. Yeah. Billy Donovan. If he's not up for coach of the year oh, he needs to this this year, like I, I don't I don't know who else is because I mean people expected the Bulls to be like maybe an eight seed, right? And as of this recording, they're and I don't know that this is gonna stick, honestly. Like I don't know it's gonna stick, but they're the number one team in the East right now. Like, who predicts that? Who who saw that coming? And that has a lot to do with What's been built so far in Chicago? They're they're ahead of schedule for where they wanted to be, and that's that's an exciting problem to have. And football is relevant in Chicago again, or basketball is relevant in Chicago. Football is not relevant in Chicago. So. <laughs> or all right, and that's or in Washington,
2: where we're going to get we're going to get a team name, Pat, on February. I'm so ready for them to say the official team name is the Washington Football Team, and just be like, you got to be shitting me.
0: That'd be the best troll job ever. I would actually applaud ownership over that. So that's okay. Your your front office isn't going to uh, apparently word on the street is we are going to fire our head coach, retain our shitty GM, who it is on the record that like they're they're asking around and like there's this thing that like no coach want no respectable coach is going to work for Ryan Pace if he's the GM. So the bull, the, the Bears are going to be terrible. And I think as we have gotten off the hockey talk, there you go, folks, a little bit of extra sports talk for our teams. And next week we will get back to our regular schedule, talk around the league and how teams are doing. Uh, this week was just kind of special again uh, with Dave and I's teams facing off for the first time in over two years. Uh, and that's the first time since we ruined the
2: banner raising ceremony for you guys.
0: Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time. So uh, that's going to do it for this week's edition of uh, Hockey Talk on Chair Shot Radio. Dave, before we get out of here, would you like to tell the folks where they can find you out there in the interwebs?
2: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at attitudeag that is at Attitude A-G-G, and also on com slash Attitude of Aggression.
0: Excellent. And you can find me out there on the Twitterverse at Wrestling Realist. That is at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's edition of Hockey Talk. Next week we will be back to our news news, news around the nerdosphere. Jesus, I went bandwagon nerds everybody. News around the NHL. We will talk a lot more about some other teams besides Washington and the Blues, we promise. Thank you again for listening. This has been Hockey Talk on the Chairshot Radio Network, a part of the chairshot.com. The Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Spring, is that
1: you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet.